Hi, we're Loud and Obnoxious, and you're listening to Little Geek Lost. With me, Half Pint. And me, Producer Dave. And I'm Debrew, y'all. Yo, 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 it's Corey H. If you can hold something big and meaty in your hands, you're going to have a good time. This is a story about a girl named Molly Goes around off the trolley Drinks cider and a dolly She can't get over you There's nothing that she will do Now she's off sitting glue we, uh, we, we have a gentleman come in who we call No Knife <laughs> um, Because we, we, we give out knives with the food because, you know, people are pussies and yeah. want to cut things in half instead of just sticking it in their mouth. <laughs> and uh, there's this one guy who gets really uppity if we give him a knife. Oh, my God. So he's like, no knife. So we call him no knife. And he comes in and he uses a... He's, a, he's an elderly chap. He walks with a stick. He's quite big. He's, he's sort of he's taller than I am and he's broader than I am across the shoulders. He looked like he'd, you know, he was a rugby player in a former life. Oh, yeah. you know, he's, a big, he's a big guy. And he has done some terrible things to our disabled toilet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched IT Crowd? Uh, I have, yeah. I don't know if I finished the last season because I didn't really enjoy it, but the first two I definitely saw. There was that one episode where... Roy's in the disabled toilet <laughs> at the I think it's like at a, at a play or something they were at and he's like pretending he's disabled so he could go in there and <laughs> they're trying to like help him up and he's like I'm disabled <laughs> <laughs> I love that one so much it's one of my favorites and then Moss ends up like tending bar or something and <laughs> I would lo- I would love to go to a bar and Moss be there <laughs> yeah. serving drinks and I'd be like yeah, you know, can I? Yeah, you know, can I have an old fashioned? And he'd give me like a shoe with some <laughs> lemon juice in it or something. About like, this is delicious, Moss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm drinking tea today. Well, I've just got a fresh cup of coffee. So black. Yes, we we have all warm drinks covered because <laughs> hot chocolate isn't a warm drink; it's a dessert. Yeah, I've got Earl Grey tea. So oh, smelly Earl Grey. Yeah. Oh. What is it about lead is an Earl Grey? <laughs> it's actually Earl Grey vanilla. So it's even got like vanilla in it. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to make a London fog but couldn't steam any milk? Is that what you're doing? No, it's actually like a Tetley tea brand. It's Earl Grey with vanilla. Ooh, Tetley. Ooh. Yeah. I'm very posh. <laughs> we, we drink Yorkshire tea in our house. Yorkshire tea. I've never heard of Yorkshire tea. But I do like Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. Yorkshire pudding's at the bottom. Basically, if he's got Yorkshire in front of it, it's pretty ace. Yeah. And the only difference between Yorkshire tea and Tetley's tea is I think Yorkshire tea might be a bit stronger. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's the only real difference. But not being that much of a tea drinker, I couldn't really say. Yeah. I drank it when I was younger because it was, it was like, as soon as you come off the tit, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you can have a cup of tea. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we drank tea, and then I moved on to coffee, because, you know, I wanted something that tastes nice. <laughs> but, you know, I've done uh, I've done green tea, and I've done black tea, and a few other things. But Earl Grey, I've never, I've never been able to get on with. I can't drink, like, regular, like, plain, like, red rose or, like, or, or the orange pico tea. It makes my stomach upset. Yeah. So I can drink Earl Grey. Yeah. That's all I drink now. <laughs> well, as far as tea goes. Hmm. 
called Earl Grey. Otherwise, I drink uh, just lattes. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got lots of Starbucks questions for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> this should be fun. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll not get fired for any of these. <laughs> Who's going to know? Nobody listens well, to my pod. <laughs> yeah, everybody. I might go in tomorrow and be like, "Well, I was on a podcast talking about work yesterday, <laughs> and I named all of you." <laughs> Gave away all the Starbucks secrets. <laughs> I guess to be be. honest, I, uh, the store I work for isn't owned by Starbucks. We're a franchise store. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> I don't think it'll matter. I'm pretty certain all of the Starbucks secrets are out on the internet anyway mm-hmm. somewhere, so. I think so. What's weird we'll is, like, we've got a few here where there's, most of them, I guess, are, like, franchise, but only, like, one's really run Yeah. Starbucks or something that's weird. And so, like, the franchise ones would give you lids, but the one that was run by Starbucks wouldn't give you lids. You had to put your own lid on. Oh, but see, we always did. When we were at Starbucks, we always gave you a lid. Yeah, like, it's bizarre, because they're like, okay, here's your coffee, but now you have to walk across the store to where the little sand where all the lids and everything are and put your own lid on. <sighs> it's ridiculous. When it gets really busy, we don't... No, actually, no, that's wrong. When, when it gets really busy, we do put lids on, but we don't put the sleeves on. We make you do that yourself. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but no, we always give them with the lid. There's some people who are like, I don't want a lid. Yeah. I was like, well, if you burn yourself horrifically, you're a retard, and I need you to repeat <laughs> that back to me. See, I think it's almost like the opposite here, where it was like people were trying to get the lids off or something and burning themselves. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. And I was like, put a freaking lid on. I don't want to walk across the whole store carefully, yeah. you know, with my there's, latte to put a lid there's, on. There's children around. There's possibly yeah. wet floors. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> All right. I guess I should do the intro and everything. Okay. <laughs> Get my cough out of the way. Hey everybody, another episode of Little Geek Lost, and we've got Matt again. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. <laughs> um, kind of hoping this will be a regular thing every other month or something, I don't even know. Once I get on track. <laughs> the proper definition of bi-monthly, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 don't, I don't buy this, bi-monthly means twice a month, that's just bullshit. Well, it should mean every other one, right? Because bi-weekly is every other week. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, but no, also, bi-monthly can mean bi-weekly to some people. That, oh, we, that's weird. That's, that's just wrong. <laughs> that's strange. Weird people. Um, yeah, because I'm trying to get back on track with my pods and doing them out bi-weekly every two weeks. <laughs> because I've started doing them in my car at lunch. My podcast and lattes, so we're going to go to Starbucks and get a latte and record in my car <laughs> for 20 minutes. <laughs> See, I, th- I think there's a sponsorship deal waiting there. Right? You, you need so. to go in and be like, I'm going to do a podcast out in the car park, Yeah. <laughs> and I'm buying one of your drinks. I think you should sponsor me. Yeah, exactly. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I actually tried. So we have to talk about the horrible butterbeer latte. Okay. Um, <laughs> the smoked butterscotch, I guess it is, yeah. that I tried on Friday, yesterday. Um, and that's exactly what it tastes like, is smoked butterscotch. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like a butterscotch latte with an aftertaste of smoke. 
<laughs> See, for me, that's how all my drinks taste. All of my <laughs> drinks are smoked. And, you know, I like it that way. <laughs> well, this tastes like, I don't know if you have it there in England, but, like, there's, like, liquid smoke in North America. So, like, if you're barbecuing or it's, like, to give, like, barbecue stuff that smoky flavor. Yeah. If you're not actually on the barbecue. Um, I don't know what's in liquid smoke. It's just chemicals, I guess. But that's what the smoked butterscotch tasted like. And I'm like, if this is what butterbeer tastes like, then why would anyone ever drink it? Because it tasted horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a few people who've gone to... Uh, over here, we have the Harry Potter experience. Yeah. Which is... It's, it's like the Harry Potter studio tour, which I'm guessing is similar to like what they have set up at you know Disney World and stuff. Yeah, I think so. And they came back having tried the butterbeer, and they were like, oh, it's amazing. It's how, it's how you always imagine beer to taste when you were a kid. <laughs> Now, being a being a young man from Yorkshire, the Texas of England, um, <laughs> I'm pretty certain I had my first taste of beer, like when I was five or six. So I knew what beer tasted like from an early age, and beer beer kind of tastes like shit. Mm-hmm. Even now, as an adult, it tastes like shit. But you drink it because you know you don't want to feel feelings anymore. Yeah, exactly. So this whole oh well that you know this is how beer is supposed to taste that that's just bullshit that is. <laughs> I always thought that butter beer would taste more like like a root beer kind of thing like a sweet beer like that and yeah. not like beer beer like alcohol beer. But having like this butter beer latte supposedly that like you know the Starbucks is calling the smoked butterscotch thing. Mm. Everyone's like oh it's smoked butterscotch it's gonna be like butter beer I'm like it tastes like a butterscotch latte with smoke in it like that's what it tastes like Uh, see i do like the um the burnt caramel that we've got going on currently yeah it's probably what they use in it yeah the burnt caramel is amazing because the only difference is it's not it's not sweet as the regular caramel and i think it has a stronger taste to it yeah so you get better flavor out of it and I, I, I'll be honest, I wasted so much of that because I just squirted it <laughs> and everything. I was like, yeah, I'm going to put some burnt caramel in my uh, Americano right now while no one's looking. Um, Squirt some into my hands. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the two drinks we've got on recently, like the two promotional drinks, is the burnt caramel latte and the rose and pistachio mocha. That sounds good. Now, it sounds good, but it it, <laughs> it 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 tastes like you know licking licking a hard boiled sweet that's been in your nana's coat. Oh, nice! You know, it's just got the fluff on it. <laughs> yeah. it. It just it just tastes nasty. The syrup for it is bright pink. Oh wow! All right, so if you you know nothing <laughs> nothing in existence is bright pink unless it's been man made. Yeah, you know, it's nothing that you should be eating. But the um. In fact, the the pistachios aren't even pistachios. They're pistachio flavored macaroons, That's which is just it's just horrible. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like why why on earth would you do that? Just use pistachios, but I guess it's an allergy thing. So the whole drink is um, just full of lies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> and it's you know we got bored one day, so basically we made a frappuccino using the new ingredients, but not in the right order or <laughs> you know context or whatever and a smoked caramel cream <laughs> with pistachios is actually amazing and I, I don't like frappuccinos i don't like them they're just not for me they're yeah. far too far too sweet and disgusting for me <laughs> but 
I think that that frap should be on the menu because it's incredible. Weird. Mm. Yeah, I think that right now they just over here they have I think it's just the smoked butterscotch one, and then they still have like their usual holiday stuff like the salted caramel and all that are yeah. still out from from Christmas time. Do they have? Do you have the green one? Because I saw that there was a green one as well as this butterscotch one. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't see one. But there it's, might have been in store. I didn't look. I always went through the drive-through. So all right, it's, I'm sure it's like a, a a green, like a green tea chai latte. Probably. But it looks like the ooze that changed turtles into mutant <laughs> ninjas. Nice. It's 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 not a a nice looking drink at all. I had a green tea a green tea latte once, and I almost threw up. It tasted like boiled grass. Yeah. It was the most disgusting thing that I've ever tasted. It was horrible. I took one sip and like threw the whole thing out and left. Yeah. And I probably could have gone back and got a different drink because I know that like Starbucks does that. Mm. But I was just like, this is gross, and I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I was just too upset by it. Yeah. Th- this is why, like, when we get new flavors and stuff, people are always really, really nervous about trying them because mm-hmm. they don't want to. They don't want to pay for something that they're not going to like. Yeah. Now. You know, it's like, yeah, we will change it for you right away. Like, we we say to everyone who's trying it for the first time, it's like, if you don't like it, bring it back and I'll make you something else. Yeah. It's going to take me, like, 30 seconds. It's not as if I've got to go and run out and buy all the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. You, you, you are putting out literally no one. Yeah. So just bring it back. But it's like people don't want to do it. If they, if they get <laughs> something that they don't like, there's, like, this inbuilt thing where you don't want to complain. Yeah. Because at the back of your mind, your tiny complaint, which you're going to say, you know, quite, you, know, you say quite levelly and sensible, in your mind is going to come out like that crazy person who's like, <laughs> "What do you mean there's no ice?" Yeah, don't give me a knife. Yeah, <laughs> no knife. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, it's like. I think people are just terrified. People are terrified of change anyway. They don't yeah. like things that are different. But they also don't like complaining about things that they don't like. They like complaining about it to everyone else, yep. but not to the person who could actually change it. You know? Oh, yeah. It's like that here <coughs> with uh, Tim Hortons, our little Canadian coffee shops, because there's this new one that opened up by our house. And it's like. Every time I go there, there's something like horrible and wrong with it. And I'm always like, I'm gonna complain, and then I just kind of always forget to. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it seems like when they go th- when I go through the drive-through and try and get two coffees, for some reason, I think that they think the trays are made of gold because they never want to give me a tray. And I'll yeah. ask for a tray, and they'll be like all offended and put out. I'm like, just give yeah. me a fucking cardboard tray. I don't understand why you can't just give me a tray. I'm getting two coffees. I'm not getting one. Yeah. Like you would. Give me you would have thought that that's just standard. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I personally, when I'm handing off drinks, if I see that someone's got more than two, yeah, I'll just say, "Do you want a tray?" Yeah, and more often than not, they're like, "No, I'm all right because I've got someone else with me." It's like, "All right, fine," you know. Yeah, it, it saves me that half a second of leaning slightly to where the trays are. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you if you need a tray, just just say it's well, you know well, this shouldn't there shouldn't be this you know this sort of you know fucking affront you <laughs> well, shouldn't be all like what do you mean store. you want get you want a goddamn tray yeah. it's it seems like it's just this one store because all the other ones are pretty much fine with it 
This yeah. one, they're like physically handing the cup into my car, and I'm like, "Can I get a tray?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, I guess." And they'll yeah. like give me a tray. I'm like, "Maybe you don't just hand it into my car without asking." Like, yeah. I'm getting two drinks. It's not, you know, I'm not getting one. Like, mm. give me a fucking tray because I have to bring them into the house. <laughs> maybe that maybe they're thinking that your car has got two cup holders, <laughs> so you don't need it. But I still need it to physically carry them out of my vehicle because <laughs> I only have two hands. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but it's just this one. Like every other one is usually fine with it. They're like, yeah, no problem. This one, they're just awful at it. And then yesterday, I got two steep teas, and then I'm sitting there drinking my tea. I'm like, this tea tastes an awful lot like coffee. And I'm looking on the the cup, and it says steep tea. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, no, it's it's coffee. <laughs> it was a coffee instead of a steep tea. Yeah. I'm like, that's a pretty big difference <laughs> you have to make. Yeah. Like, they come from two different machines there. You either pour mm-hmm. the coffee in or you pour the tea in. Yeah. But it's just the one. Like, most of the other Tim Hortons are pretty fine. But just the new one by our house is yeah. just horrible. Terrible people. <laughs> I, can only as- I can only assume that this is the one that's... Um, it's staffed purely by, you know, like, college <laughs> kids or people that have just been ground down from all their other jobs. It's like rejects that couldn't get hired at the other ones. Yeah, it's like this. This Tim Hortons is the last refuge of the damned. <laughs> it's the this is where they. This is where they go to wait out their time until death takes them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much, that's what it feels like. That's why I prefer Starbucks lattes. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had a bad latte, well, other than the green tea one. But yeah, that was my fault for ordering it. Yeah. <laughs> What I usually like getting is either cinnamon dolce, mainly because it's fun to say, <laughs> like going and ordering a grande cinnamon dolce latte, yeah. <laughs> or the vanilla with the extra, or the hazelnut with the extra pump of vanilla. The, the my favorite that I heard was <laughs> it was a guy coming in who said, uh, "Can I have a grand caramel?" Machachato, <laughs> and I, I just buried my head into the coffee machine. I was like, "Don't, don't say anything. You will get fired." I would have been like, don't. "Nope," because we don't serve that. Yeah, <laughs> we have a macchiato. Yeah, <laughs> you'd like it's, to try that. It's the thing I don't understand. It's like the like the French pronunciation of words. Yeah, is that you know, there's always an e on the end, and yep. you never pro- you never pronounce the e. Yeah. But there's one time that there's an E to pronounce. People <laughs> yeah. don't want to fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or they come in and just go, you know, can, can I have a regular? Well, what's a regular to you? <laughs> yeah. Because a regular to me currently is a short. Because I, you know, I get, I get, I get a certain amount of free drinks oh, when yeah. I'm on shift, and I more than often than not don't have time to actually drink them yeah so i just have a short so i'm like i'm not gonna waste i'm not gonna go and get a vente and just throw it all <laughs> yeah. away because that's just wasteful i'll go and get a short i have a short americano and i've got just enough time to sort of drink it on my break yeah yeah sometimes i don't but more often than not i get to actually finish my drink <laughs> the only the only time i will have a big one is when i'm leaving for the day yeah yeah but yeah, I, I love I love people's inability to pronounce things. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know whether she actually hit the radio over there. Um, Emily Sande, 
Do you know that name? No. Um, she was um, like a singer-songwriter who hit fairly big over here a couple of years ago. Oh, wait, yeah, I think there's that um, Next to Me song. Yeah, that's that the one. one. Yeah. Um, we had to, back when I worked in the record store, we had someone come in who they got like a, a note in their hand <laughs> and they were like, I, I want that. Um, what's her name? Uh, Amelia Sanchez. <laughs> it's like, that, that's, that's not even close. That's, it's like, no, we don't have that. Those names don't go together. <laughs> yeah. So, how, how did you get? Amelia Sanchez out of Emily Sande. <laughs> yeah, it's she's a half British, half Mexican. <laughs> I, I, I think she's uh, altered, all burglar. I, think. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually think she's part of the human race. Probably not. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you you had a series of questions for me. Um, well, just like, because there's the whole Starbucks secret menu that's online. Yeah. And like, if I go in and try and order weird shit like that, like, are they actually going to make it? Like, I know, I think you have to actually say like what's in them. So you have to yeah. Say, like, I want, you know, two shots of this and three shots of this and yeah, if mix it this way. We we get it all the time where kids have come in with the, with, you know, because there's an app, I think as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they come in with the app and they're like, oh, I want a blah, blah, blah. And we're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, oh, I want one of these. I was like, what the hell is that? It's like, oh, well, you can get it at Starbucks. It's like, you can get it in America. But unless you tell me what I'm putting in it, yeah. I have no idea. There's been a couple of times where people have come in and asked for something. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, they, and they've told me like what goes in it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I've got the stuff to make that. That's not a problem. Yeah. You know, so it's doable, but if you go in and just be like, I want this. Yeah. My my thing at the minute that's really getting to me is the people that come in and just go, can I get? <laughs> it's like, well, first of all, you, you could say hello yeah. for a start. <laughs> and, you know, um, please would also be nice. It, it, yeah, it, it doesn't cost you anything, but they just walk up and they're usually looking at their phone or talking to their friend and mm-hmm. they just go... Can I get a, um, uh, can I get, uh, it's like you've walked past the menu board. You should know what you want as soon as you hit the door. Yeah. You shouldn't wait until you're at the till point to actually do it. You stood in line. Like that's like, if I'm still deciding, I'll kind of like hang back and just look at it and not go up until I know what I'm getting. Yeah. So that's fair. Because then, you you know, if someone comes behind you, you can be like, oh, you know, you can go in front of me. I'm still looking. And that's what I do. Because I'm like, you know, if I'm getting something different, I'm like, um, still deciding. You go ahead. You know. See, I've said a number of times that what we should do is we should just put the bar against the door on the inside (laughs) of the shop. So it's, it's just like a hole in the wall. Yep. And people just come up and, they, you know, they have to know what they want right away. And then we'll just give it to them, hand it off and, like, keep it going like a chain. <laughs> that that would be a magical experience. That'd be pretty efficient. Yeah. That would be <laughs> so good. If we could just become a hole in the wall. It'd be amazing. <laughs> With no customers. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no customers. No. Uh... Well, that was my experience on Thursday night. Uh, I had to work the late shift. Uh, so which meant that I couldn't do this week's Intercomic podcast. Oh, yeah. And we had uh, Alex DeCampi 
writer of the now infamous Archie versus Predator. Oh, God. Who was coming back on to talk about a, a Kickstarter that she's just got going. <laughs> uh, something that I backed because I was like, I loved Archie vs. Predator. I'm so going to buy this. <laughs> um, and I found out like the, you know, the day before or two days before that I couldn't do the show. And I was like, oh, this is so lame. And I got there. My shift started at like half four in the afternoon and we were supposed to be there until nine. <laughs> I, th- I think I served maybe a dozen people. Yeah. So from half past five, probably, there was like no one there. <laughs> wow. That's shitty. Yeah. You're stuck was, there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm stuck here. It's like, I haven't even got good enough internet signal to jump onto Skype and have a chat with them. <laughs> you know, I'm just stood here. I'm just taking pictures of the cafe empty. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, look, look at all this fun that you guys are missing out on. <laughs> look at all look. of these customers that I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why is it even but, like open that late if no one comes in i don't know it's <laughs> I, i've asked this question and i don't ever get an answer we do it at christmas because we're in a uh a shopping center okay yeah and on a on a thursday in the run-up to christmas thursday's late night shopping yeah so mo- most places are open till like eight instead of closing at like half five six o'clock yeah so that makes sense yeah and there's you know there's people about and people coming in and getting coffee they're either coming in to get a coffee before they go home mm-hmm. to like drink on the way home or they're coming in to have a cup of coffee while they wait for someone who's still shopping yeah you know it's like it's not it's not a packed house but it's like a turnover yeah but it's still a thing because because somewhere somebody's got it in their head that the french gate is open until eight not all year round but they're (laughs) open until eight on a thursday so we have to be open wow and like there's um we we have like a rival coffee company. <laughs> uh, we have Costa Coffee, which is Britain's favourite coffee. <laughs> uh, even though every time I drink it, it makes my stomach turn inside out. Nice. But it's yeah, you know, we, we've got one of those not directly across from us, but you know, a couple of stores down on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there. It's like they've been closed for an hour, and we're still here. <laughs> I'm pretty certain we're losing more money than we'd actually take. Yeah, we should we should just shut at six like we normally do. Well, you think if like no one's coming in, then what's the point of staying open? Yeah, it's like we're, regardless of like staff fees as well, just the the amount it's going to cost in utility bills to keep the place open another two hours. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, get, getting back <laughs> back to the point at hand. If you go in with this secret menu and you tell them how to make it, if they have the product to do it, they will do it. Because um, they're not going to... Well, as long as they're not stupid, they're not going to turn yeah. away money in the till. Yeah. Um, but if, you, if he calls for something that I haven't got, I'm just like, I can't do that for you. Because I can't make it. I can make you something like it, yeah. but I can't make that. Well, that's kind of like the main reason why I get the hazelnut with the vanilla because at c- certain times you can get the vanilla bean syrup. Yeah. That's used in the frappuccinos, so it makes it taste a little better than the regular vanilla, but it's not like an all year thing. Mm. So I usually ask for like the vanilla bean, and if they don't have it, I just get regular vanilla. Yeah. I was really let down. I think it was last year. It was their like January promotion. They had a uh, maple latte. Oh, yeah. And it didn't taste of anything. 
no. and I was sad. I was like, <laughs> this, this maple syrup is weak ass. You should have used real maple syrup. Yeah, you should have just gone down to the supermarket and bought a bunch of big jugs of maple syrup. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, this is this is just not cool. And it isn't on the menu this year, because I'm guessing no one actually gave a shit. <laughs> there, last year, what was it? There was the... Um, uh, there was the maple one. There was, I think it was vanilla spice latte. Oh, yeah. Uh, and something else, which I'm pretty certain I wouldn't have drunk because it, it wasn't just coffee. Yeah. It was something else. Um, but, you know, it, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, I, just, like, I know why they have these seasonal things. I know why they do it. And if something doesn't sell, then they won't keep it in. Yeah. It's just that simple. But... You know, it'd be, it'd be nice if you could just go, I want a maple syrup one. Yeah. Can you just, like, put more maple in it? <laughs> Can you make it taste maple Can you put some leaves in the <laughs> cup? Can you line the cup with leaves? And twigs. Yeah, because there's some people who get, re- they get really arsy about frappuccinos. <laughs> if you don't put the caramel sauce around the inside of the cup as well. Wow. It's like, well, that that's not a standard thing. That's, yeah. you know, that's extra. I'll do it, but I'm not just going to do it for you. <laughs> if you want it, you better pay for it, punk. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like the what, the people that come in with their crazy half-calf, no-whip, soy, oh, <laughs> weird, the, weirdo the, things. The one that always gets me is the people that they have a cappuccino with whipped cream. <laughs> it's wow. like a cappuccino is already a foamy drink. Yeah. Why do you want to put more foam on top of it? Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. That's how the people get like a half calf. Well, why don't you just get all the way calf? Yeah. <laughs> all caffeine it, it, or no caffeine? Yeah. In your mind. If, if I had my own store, basically it would be you can have coffee yeah. or nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Do, do you do half calf? No. Do you decaf? No. Soy? No. We do coffee <laughs> and water. Yeah. Those are your choices. They, they come in two sizes. They come in sm- not like they come in small and they come in big. Yep. And that's it. <laughs> well, my friend gets um, chai lattes, but I guess she says like they never put enough syrup in, so she gets like eight pump chai lattes. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the? I'm like, that's pretty bad. Like that's like half yeah, that, syrup. <laughs> that's that's horrific. That is because the. It's like the way we do it is we do it with shots. Yeah. So, you know, instead of it being a shot of coffee, you get a shot of chai, and each size has a certain number in. Yeah. Um, and to make it make it like the regular way is once you put the syrup in, is then you fill the cup halfway with water to dilute the syrup. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of people who come in who say that they don't want water. So it's like, oh, it's fine. It's, you know, made my job marginally easier. Yeah. I can live with that. Um, but there's always one that's, you know, uh, extra chai, extra hot, no water, <laughs> you know, soy, yeah. not not too foamy. It's like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. and you can go eat a bag of dicks. Here's a black coffee for you. Yeah. <laughs> you figure out yeah. the rest. <laughs> my, my personal favorite, though, is the people that come in and they go, I don't know what I want. It's <laughs> like, oh, well, well, what do you like? I don't like coffee. Why are then you why here? did why did you come into a fucking coffee shop? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's like it's like me walking into um, Victoria's Secret and being yeah. like, 
I don't like bras because <laughs> I have no use for them, yeah. but I want one. <laughs> what can you suggest? Yeah, what what ki- what kind would look good on me, even though I'm not going to wear it and I have no need for it. <laughs> I just want one. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty certain at that point the police would be escorting me out of the shop. Probably, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Is uh pumpkin spice latte is a big deal over there like it is here oh oh yeah it, it the i think there was one day where we actually sold out i think we we'd been we'd been stiffed on an order oh, and we'd yeah. only got we'd only got half of our delivery of it and we'd sold out this one particular <laughs> day and the right. look the look <laughs> on people's faces yeah. when you deny them that yeah they, they they have that look of i'm going to come home and i'm going to murder your children yeah there's um because here we have like Safeway grocery stores and there's Starbucks and all the Safeway grocery stores and it's just like a little kiosk one. And the one by my house actually ran out of pumpkin spice one day. I was like, ah, and I was like white girl raging about the yeah. pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, I was like, look, I feel you. I like the pumpkin spice too, but it ain't the end of the world. Yeah. And then you say to them, it's like, well, you know, we didn't get enough on our delivery. Well, you should have. <laughs> you should have. I'm aware of that. <laughs> that has already been passed upwards. Yeah. It's like, you don't need to tell me how things should work in the shop. <laughs> you should have got more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, we have the same with the eggnog as well. Oh, yeah. The, there's it, It's not as popular as pumpkin spice, but it's mm-hmm. a diehard contingent yeah. of people who come in who just love the eggnog. I quite like the eggnog. Because like every it. so often, especially when you're working in that run-up to Christmas, you just need something that's full of caffeine and sugar to help yeah. you get through the day. <laughs> and I, I find the eggnog quite pleasant. And, you know, you come in and it's like, oh, we haven't got any eggnog left. He's like, what? <laughs> I've made a special trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, my finger's now making a special trip into the air. Yeah, exactly. L- look at you. You know, it's like, I think currently we've still got some gingerbread syrup. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the only, it's the only flavoring from Christmas that we still have, um, but, and we're and we're getting through it slowly but surely. There's a, there's a few people that still come in and ask for it, but I think it's just because they bought so much of it this year. Yeah. Or they they like out they sent so much of it to our store. So around Christmas, like our deliveries were crazy. It was like <laughs> not nothing was right. You know, if we got too much of something, it was usually something that we never asked for in the first place. <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, we our, our manager put in an order for some mop heads. Because our, our mop heads are just, they're just you know disposable ones. <laughs> so you so you you go through a certain amount of them every day when you mop it. So you just take the head off and you throw it in the trash when you're done. Yeah. And she'd ordered. Uh, they come in clear plastic bags. Each one is individually sealed. And then inside, there's like, you know, six of them in another pack that is also clear. <laughs> so you've got a clear packet of six individually packaged mop heads. And she ordered some of those. And what we got was 20 mop handles. <laughs> wow. I've never seen as many mop handles before <laughs> in my life. I was, I was there when she was on the phone. She was talking to the guy, you know, the the depot and she's like what does my uh invoice say he says you know 20 mop heads yeah so why have i got 20 mop handles 
<laughs> Why would you ever need 20 mop handles? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't work this one out. Basically, we've employed someone who can't read. Yeah. I think I think was the moral of the story. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But at least at least it's not like ten thousand units of the same album that you've got to carry up and down the stairs all day. So but my knees are thankful for the for the new career path, if nothing else. And you get to drink coffee on your break. Yeah, I get free coffee as yeah, well. Exactly. Free coffee and half price food. That's pretty decent. Yeah. See, I'm quite liking some of the new additions to the uh, panini bar, if I'm honest. See, I don't think we have that here. No? We have, like, I think the one has, like, wraps. There's only, like, one you can actually really get food at. Yeah. Because there's the other ones are, like, there's all the Starbucks that are in Safeways, and then there's one that's in um, Chapter's Bookstore, and it's kind of a bit bigger than the Safeways kiosk, but they just have, like, the dessert foods. Yeah. And then there's the one actual, like big standalone one where you can actually get wraps and stuff from yeah um well we've got well i think we've got two we've got two fridges that have various food items in most of what we sell is paninis oh yeah um but we do you know we do have some wraps and some salads and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but currently i am digging on the um the um beef and cheese um bagel that we do is like the it's like the new york style bagel i think they call it mm-hmm. um and that's just great because it's just you know sort of like spiced beef so it's it's not quite pastrami but it's got kind of like a pastrami kind of taste to it oh yeah some really gooey melty cheese and then pickles oh i think i, like, I think actually this one has chicken oh man i'd try a chicken one yeah because it's got Actually, it's in the same picture that I took with the butter, <laughs> the butterscotch stuff. It's uh, ancho chipotle chicken panini. That must be like right new. Chipotle. Yeah. Chicken panini. There used to be a, like a Santa Fe one, Santa Fe chicken one that was really good. And I used to get that at Starbucks. Um. Well, the other one that I like is the meatball panini. Oh, that sounds good. J- just because any any food that you can put meatballs inside of is good. Like a meatball sub. Yeah. <laughs> Or meatball calzone. Mm-hmm. You oh, gotta that'd love be good. them. Yeah, calzones are good. Calzones are the bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the last time I had one was my birthday. Um, I'd gone to the movies with my sister because we'd gone to see Star Wars, and we're like, "Oh, we'll get something while we're out." You know, it's mm-hmm. your birthday and everything. I was like, "I'm getting a calzone <laughs> because I, f- I f- there's something about a calzone because even though it's a pizza." Yeah, but it's just folded in half. You feel a little better than if you just ate a pizza. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you're eating just like a full twelve-inch pizza, and then you cut into it and it's full of meatballs and beef and bacon and cheese and deliciousness. That sounds amazing. Yeah, they have one um, at Boston Pizza over here that's really good. It's like almost like a crispier crust, and it's yeah. got like ham and cheese and everything in it, and it's really good. Nice. What I'm desperate for over here, though, is somewhere that will sell pizza by the slice. Oh, you don't have that there? That is not really a thing. There there are places that do it, um, because when I was at university, I was up in Leeds, and there was a uh, a pizza place across the road from Hyde Park where you could go and get like a, it was like an 18-inch pizza, Oh yeah, and they'd sell you slices of it for a pound. 
Oh, yeah. Um, when you're a student and you're wasted because you've been yeah. drinking since noon and it's now like <laughs> two o'clock in the morning and you're coming home, just one slice of pizza for a pound is the best thing ever. Yeah. I think it was it was only ever margarita. It was never anything fancy. But yeah. my God, that needs to be a thing more often. What we tend to get is we get uh, like pizza baguettes. Okay. So it's just like, you know, a half, like a baguette cut lengthways, like a short one. <laughs> yeah. Um, which has then got cheese and usually, for some reason, just tomato. <laughs> like, not a tomato sauce, just like slices of tomato put on top. <laughs> and you're like, this is the closest I can get to pizza. That's weird. Th- th- this is lame. Because um, every so often, my friends and I just will. It always comes at random moments. We'll just text each other the same picture. <laughs> and it's it's the picture from when we were in New York. <laughs> and we would we took pictures of our pizza slices because we were like, these are just the biggest thing yeah. ever. And we just send each other this picture. And it's like, do you, me- do you remember that time we just walked down the street and bought slices of pizza because <laughs> we were hungry? It's like, yes, yes, I do. And now I want pizza. <laughs> I wish we had a Chipotle here. So I get like actual giant burritos. Oh, burritos! Do you have like burritos and tacos over there? Um, there's a ta- there's a Taco Bell in one of the towns close by where I live, but I've never actually been in. Mm. Um, there's more and more places cropping up that are doing burritos. Oh yeah, but I don't really think that tacos have made that leap yet. I like burritos. I- yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with a good burrito mm-hmm. that's just wrapped. You know, basically just anything that's wrapped full of meat. Yeah, and you can much. hold. <laughs> if you can hold something big and meaty in your hands, you're gonna have a good time. Oh yeah, I, I, I think I think that's the lesson <laughs> to be learned here. That's gonna be the little clip I put at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and on this week's show, if there's anything big and meaty you can hold in your hands, you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, pizza place that's like right by my house has funnel cake fries now, and that's like the most amazing thing. God, they're so good. They're just like cake fries, but they're like deep fried cake type fries. But they're actually like they stay crispy, and then they're covered in like powdered sugar. They're oh so my good. god! <laughs> oh my god! I think I've just had an accident in my pants. <laughs> um, that sounds incredible. They're amazing. Like, funnel cake, I don't know if, again, I don't know if you have that over there, but it's, like, when you go to fairs and stuff, and it's kind of just, like, deep-fried dough, essentially. Yeah. Usually covered with powdered sugar, but what the pizza place by my house does, they, like, cut them into little fries, so you get a box of them. And I sat there, and I'm like, I could just eat this whole box at once, just one after the other. They're so good, and, like, just light and crispy and deep-fried goodness. And then every time I go past her, because the grocery store is right there, so every time I get groceries, I have to walk past, and you can just smell the deep fried from there. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it kills me. Yeah, there's a there's a street around the corner from where I live that's got it's got a bunch of different takeout places on. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a Indian restaurant. Then a couple of doors down is the pizza place. Then a couple of doors down from that is the fish and chip shop. Oh, yeah. And I have to not walk that way home <laughs> because I walk that way and I just get all of these flavors coming yeah. into my head. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> I, want, I want an Indian style pizza wrapped around some fish and chips. And then I come home and open the fridge. It's like, right, well, I got an onion and an egg. <laughs> um, 
Right. Omelette it is. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have, like, like they always show in movies where you get your fish and chips and it's wrapped in, like, a newspaper? Yes. <laughs> uh, a lot of places, I think, just use, uh, like, plain white sheets of paper now. But there'll still be places that use uh, newsprint paper. Nice. Is that um, to, like, absorb the grease? Yeah, it was. I think at the time it was just a cheap way to package your food. Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of places now they have the uh, like the styrofoam containers. Yeah. Um, so if you're going in and getting, you know, just getting something quick because all of them do like a, you know, what what we call like a lunchtime special, uh-huh. which is usually like a, a tray of chips, a little fish, normally like a little sausage. And then, you know, peas, beans, curry or gravy or whatever it is that you want on it. And they'll just put all that in the container, close it up. It's like, there you go. That sounds uh, but, good. But if you go and get a bag of chips, it's usually just wrapped in sort of white paper. Now. It's a little like newsprint paper, but I think it's a little thicker now. Oh, yeah. But I'm guessing that that's just, it's just the, the cheaper option for them. But I wouldn't be surprised if there'll be places still that use newspapers. If I ever went over there, I'd look for one. I'd be like, I need to yeah. find one so I can get real authentic British fish and chips wrapped yeah. in newsprint. <laughs> would you be one of those people who'd be like, excuse me, can you wrap these in fish and chips? Can you wrap these fish and chips in a newspaper, please? Probably. <laughs> no, I'd probably like look for some one of those like little out-of-the-way, you know, yeah. like old-school places to find. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go to London because it's London, and it just seems yeah. like too touristy to be honest if you if you want to have the fish and chips experience you have to be a, a coastal town yeah you you have to be somewhere where you can see the beach yeah because you've not eaten fish and chips until you've had to fight with some seagulls <laughs> just to eat your fish and chips the the terrorizers of the young <laughs> and the elderly you know the, yep. the they are they are just demons sent from hell the worst thing is over here they're actually protected and I think that's because of the queen. But they're actually protected in Canada, so you can't kill seagulls. It's illegal to kill them. I think <laughs> I think somewhere there's the translation got lost because yeah. you know you're not you're not allowed to kill swans. Yeah. Because swans are connected, like protected by the queen. Yeah. But seagulls, I'm pretty certain no one would mind if you just went round and massacred a bunch of seagulls. Oh. So I, I think I think you need to write to the prime <laughs> minister and just be like, what's the deal? Yeah, right to the governor general. Yeah, just be like, look, <laughs> they're smelly, they're gross, they're loud. You we know, call them shithawks. <laughs> that, from now on, I'm going to call them shithawks. That's what we call them, shithawks. Because yeah. um, uh, to be honest, I just call them flying rats. Yeah. Because um, that's all they are. They're just vermin, and they should be wiped off the face mm-hmm. of the earth. Um, but yeah, if you ever come over and you want fish and chips, you really have to be you have to be at a British seaside resort. Mm-hmm. So you have to be prepared for the fact that it's probably going to be cold. Yeah, <laughs> probably going to be raining, and more than likely, um, you know, it, it there's going to be nothing to do because everything will be shut. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have to have something like fish and chips at the beach if you want to do it properly. Yeah, that sounds amazing. See, it sounds amazing, but really, it's like the most <laughs> pathetic holiday you're probably going to have. <laughs> probably. Yeah, because it's like, 
it's like you know when we you know when we hit like our late teens and early 20s and people start driving you'd be like oh we'll go you know we'll go drive to the beach yeah and it was like it was that sort of crappy ironic thing that you did <laughs> it's like oh yeah it's cool it's like we did this as kids this is great and really it isn't because you see it for what it is it's yeah. just a it's a one street town that's just awful just <laughs> Nasty. It's not like the beach in movies where it's like no, it's, the it, beach. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It is not Venice Beach. All yeah. right, there is no, there is no beautiful people. There is no sunshine. <laughs> that there's not really even the beach. Or um, even like uh, the south of France, where they have nice mm. beaches. You get like Geordie Shore. Yeah, <laughs> I love uh, watching Geordie Shore. <laughs> oh my god, that that's. That that that's just wrong. Uh, that's I'm 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 losing respect for you now. <laughs> that's that's just bad. That show was amazing, hilarious. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I loved so they that... had a fuck hut. <laughs> it was like just this little shack out back with a mattress in it. See, oh. that was quite funny because up in Newcastle, that hut would have been called a mansion. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't believe you watched Geordie Shaw. It was hilarious. It's like you, you you could literally be doing anything else <laughs> and not lose brain cells. Like you could be you could be drinking heavily <laughs> and you'd not lose as many brain cells as you do watching that crap. I watch Jersey Shore and then I watch Geordie Shore. I'll pretty much watch anything that's British, so <laughs> Or anything that's got Shore in the title. Yeah. I like Polly Shore, so it all kind of fits. <laughs> It all does make sense now. I, like- I, re- I reckon he's <laughs> licensed his name off to all these other shows. And that's why he doesn't work anymore, because yeah. he's just reaping the royalties from all these terrible reality shows. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Geordie Shore was just ridiculous. Yeah. At, le- <laughs> at least it isn't made in Chelsea. No. <laughs> Have you seen that one? No, I've heard of it, it though. Essentially, it's the same thing. The only difference is, is the people aren't like scum from the streets. <laughs> They're those like really annoying, like well-off kids that yeah. are just morons. Yeah, and think that the world owes them everything. <laughs> so it's just like you just get really angry because you're like, I can, I can sort of tolerate a bunch of retards trying to hump each other, yeah. like in a shed at the beach. <laughs> I can sort of tolerate that, but then some stuck-up twat telling me that he's amazing when he isn't because he can't count to six <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's where, that's where i draw the line <laughs> oh that's pretty funny i'm just trying to look over the other stuff i have for notes and it ended up being all about starbucks <laughs> oh, that's fine i can handle that well the other thing that we need to talk about <laughs> is the awesome photoshop thing that i made <laughs> that that thing that has been haunting my nightmares ever since I saw it. The thing is like it's the best thing ever. Cuz okay, so is a cat creature thing photoshopped onto the shark horse, which is actually in my phone background too, which is awesome. But that... I, I found okay, so there was some well the cat thing was around for a while. And there's all these memes with it and it's like you know, and like something like when you wake up in the morning and your mom's already yelling at you or something, and it has like the cat one way, and then it like shows another clip of like the cat with his hands up in the air, yeah. kind of like exasperated. So that's been around for a while, and I thought it was hilarious. And then I was looking up, I think it was some other podcast I was listening to, was talking about Land Shark. And it's like, 
one of those urban dictionary sexual things. I guess you basically like the dude, like the chick stands against the wall and the dude like runs at her and tries to like jump and end up screwing her at the same time. But I'm like, I'm going to look up land shark. So I just Googled it. And that was a picture that came up. I'm like, this thing is amazing. This shark photoshopped onto a horse thing. So I had that for a while, and I'm like, what if I Photoshop the cat thing onto the shark horse? That, to be honest, I could handle the shark horse. Uh, the, the shark horse, I was like, it's terrifying, but it's also yeah. kind of cute. But the cat, every time I close my eyes or blink, that cat yeah. is there. And that, that, that cat is more frightening to me than anything else. <laughs> the cat riding the shark horse with his hands yeah. where he's like, what's going on? What about this? And then I was trying to find, like, random quotes that would go with it. And one that I came up with was, who used up all the saffron? <laughs> 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 so he's just riding around on a shark horse running, who used up all the saffron? <laughs> uh, well, if you wanted to find out the truth of anything, I'm pretty certain a shark horse is the way to do it. Yeah. If someone comes riding towards you with a shark horse, you're going to admit to anything. Exactly. Like, yeah, I-, I shot JFK. Yep. It was me. Please don't I, eat I me was with the your second shark gunman. Horse. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, bear sharktopus? No, I've seen sharktopus though. Yeah, the bear sharktopus has been around <laughs> for a long time and that I think would be the most adorable pet. Because <laughs> it's like a bear's body with a shark's head but it still has fur on it and it's got tentacles for arms. <laughs> sharktopus the the movie was actually pretty good. As far as like horrible B movie shark movies go. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was tolerable. It was like at least it's got you know sort of like a script and a sort of yeah. plot. You know, it's not just a bunch of people running around like afraid of this imaginary CG creature that they're yeah. going to put in later. I like that you like climb on land with its octopus legs. <laughs> my favorite though is still shark. Uh, is still Sharknado. Oh. It's like, how do you how do you kill a tornado full of sharks? Yeah, you blow it up. Have you seen the third one? No, I've I've heard. That, <laughs> I heard that there was a second one, and I just kind of shook my head. <laughs> the third one, and then brutal. I found out about the third one. I was like, why? There was <laughs> there was a film company about fifteen years ago. They were called New Image, spelled N U. <laughs> NU image and they were responsible for all the creature features so oh, yeah. they did like shark attack yeah the famous shark attack with the discovery channel logo still in the underwater seats <laughs> yeah um you know they did what else they did saber tooths they did spiders one and spiders two nice um I can't remember whether it's in one or two but there's this incredible shot of the story is that uh, there's this black ops military operation that's been genetically modifying spiders to make them into like the ultimate killing machine. Oh yeah. So of, so of course they've made them so they're like twelve foot across, and they've been doing it all on this large container ship that just sort of sails around. I'm guessing, you know, like international waters. Yeah. The, yeah, waters that aren't owned by any one nation, and these spiders obviously get out and start eating the crew. And there's this shot where it's supposed to be like a, a big, a big long shot of the spiders crawling all over the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but because of the, how expensive it would have been to get a giant, you know, a giant container ship 
which I'm guessing all the exteriors were just like B-roll from other films. (laughs) Probably. You know, to get around that, they got a little model ship and put tarantulas on it and put it in a tank. (laughs) <laughs> and it, it, it is just it's incredible it's it's you know it's terrible like you look at it and you just can't help but laugh because you're like this is just yeah the most ridiculous thing i could ever see but at least they tried to do it yeah you know, they, at least at least they actually they got someone to make a little toy boat and probably someone to find some tarantulas and i bet they weren't cheap either i bet they were like those hollywood tarantulas yeah and someone yeah. had to like touch them yeah, they had to have a, they had to have an animal wrangler there yeah. and everything. So, you know, it's you got to give them props for that. But every time I think about that, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I watched just uh, Shark Attack three, <clears throat> and there was like one part where it was like a cruise ship, and like the shark was eating them, but it was just like a still cut out of the shark's head. And it was like coming up out of the water, and they were just falling off the cruise ship into like where the open mouth would be. And then they showed it from the other side of the ship, and they just kind of like flipped the shark head around and pumped oh. him in from the other side. There's a. Uh, do you know? Have you heard of the band Cradle of Filth? Yeah. They, like, some of the members of the band are in a film. Again, it was about 15 years ago. I think it was called Cradle of Fear, the film. <laughs> so, you know, they were really stretching their imagination there. Yeah. And there's a sequence where there's a, a car speeding down the road. And, you know, they I'm guessing they didn't have the money to sort of cordon off a street and film an actual car. Because <laughs> it was supposed to sort of, like, violently skid and overtake one car and almost hit another. Oh, yeah. So it sort of, like, comes out of its lane into the middle of the road and then back into its lane. And they didn't have the money to do it, so they took the picture of the back of a car <laughs> and they just animated this thing wiggling down the road and, the, and you know, put, put really aggressive sound over the top oh and just God. tires screeching. It, it, it was incredible. It's it's like, you know, to think that these people, like someone's actually watched this movie and to, this is probably someone's like favourite movie. Yeah. <laughs> and not even in an ironic way. It's like they love this movie. This God. movie's like everything to them. Yep. Yeah, I can't really say anything. My favorite movie's got a giant rubber shark in it, so <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't really be mocking them. But, but yeah, they tried. That, yeah, at least they had a giant rubber shark. Yeah, that you know practically didn't work all of the time. Well, and that was the but, best they could do then. Yeah, and if they ever remade it, you know for a fact the shark isn't going to look as good as it used no. to. No, going to be some shitty CGI mess. Yeah, I hate movies where there's like a lot of CGI. Yeah. Or, like, it just looks like there's a lot. Because I know that they could still do, like, a lot of stuff with practical effects and makeup yeah. and stuff. My, the, my, my worst experience with CGI effects recently was, um, which one? I think it was the second Hobbit movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd seen that one in the 48 frames a second screen. And... It just looks terrible. It looked <laughs> it looked it looked like a soap opera. That's how bad the oh, visual wow. quality was. Because it just looks like video. Yeah. And it's like if you watch video compared to film, it's like video has no depth to it at all. Yeah. It, it really doesn't. It looks like everything's just flat and smushed together. Yeah. And this was just horrendous. There was this one sequence where it was this big crane shot. And it was supposed to be this crane sort of like swooping down through these trees. And then it had stopped in front of them as they made their way into Mirkwood. 
and it was it was just horrible. It was just like I, nothing is real. <laughs> that is just one big green stage. Yeah. It probably would have been cheaper and easier for them to just have someone make a bunch of trees. Yeah, probably. You know, just some fiberglass trees and just set them up. It's like even if you green screen the background, that's fine. You've got some actual trees there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the, there's the bit I think it's right at the beginning where they're running, they're running away from the the albino goblin and they're sort of like running down this little gully in between all these big boulders and i was like i don't think that those boulders are there <laughs> I, th- I think those boulders are fake yeah and it just all it does is it just highlights the fact that things aren't real yeah it's like no stop doing it it's not actually adding anything well that's just it like a lot of the ones now too like there's a lot of like well guardians i love guardians and you know obviously there's a lot of cgi in that mm. between groot and rocket raccoon but it doesn't look like it's a lot of cg yeah it's not like effects for the sake of effects and those are the ones where it's like kind of sucky to look at yeah like where ones where it kind of just fits and blends in seem a bit better than it would be yeah the i i was watching on tv um about a week ago uh the mummy returns oh yeah so yeah i was I was watching the mummy returns on tv about a week or so ago and it's like i went to cinema i went to the cinema to see it with my brother yeah and you know it's like the 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 mummy movies they're not great movies but they're just sort of like an enjoyable like hour and a half yeah. they, they're just fun and entertaining and i was watching it and all the way through i'm just thinking the Scorpion King is going to show up at the end. Yeah, and that I one got a, kills me. Yeah, I got a picture in my mind of just how bad it looked. Yeah, and then when it comes on screen, I was like, "No, it really does look bad." <laughs> yeah. And then I sort of got the thing. It's like, wait a minute, this was ILM. Mm-hmm. This is industrial yep. light and magic. The, these are the innovators of CGI. Yep. Why does this look so bad? Well, the worst part is too. Why couldn't they just have animated the lower half of him? The top half is just the rock. Yeah. There's no reason they had to animate the whole top half. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could have just did the legs, and that would have been fine. Yeah. But I suppose at this point, The Rock was still heavily in his wrestling career. Yeah. So maybe it was just easier and quicker for them to scan him into a computer <laughs> and then make him into a puppet. Yeah. It's like they, they filmed the sequence at the beginning where he's actually there in the desert. Yeah. And then for the rest of it, it's like, right, we're just going to take some pictures of you and turn you into this horrible monster thing. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's one of the movies where he's still credited just as The Rock. Yeah, I think so. He's not Dwayne Johnson. Yet. Yeah. Um, which I, I, I quite like Dwayne Johnson's career because it was like he was The Rock and then he was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And now he's just Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yep. It's like pretty soon he's just going to be credited as like DJ. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Yeah, DJ. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne, and it's yeah. like the most like not fitting for him name ever. Yeah, Dwayne. It's like yeah, you know, the only way it could have been worse is if he was called like Norman. <laughs> yeah, Norman Johnson is <laughs> the Rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, this is hitting an hour. I'm trying to hit, keep it from being three hours. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hate editing three hour ones. They're a nightmare. <laughs> and British ones always end up being three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> between you, you know, and Jack. Yeah. 
I blame Jack because Jack isn't here to defend himself. <laughs> so clearly it's all Jack's fault. Yeah, it usually is. I'm going to have to get him on another one. Yeah. The two of you again. Yeah, well, you need you need a special you need a special anniversary event which can warrant three hours of us just babbling. <laughs> on. That's what they usually end up being three hours, and then I split yeah. them into an hour and a half each because yeah. I'm just like screw it. <laughs> I'm not going to edit yeah. these down. <laughs> yeah. Well, mo- most of the time when we do like the intercomics part, we must spend about an hour and a half just talking shit beforehand. Yeah. In the attempt that we're going to try and get it out of the way, <laughs> and then usually we're just about to start recording, and we think. We probably should have recorded that first part as well, because <laughs> there was there was some comedy gold. Yeah. Um, but as you know from talking to us, our comedy gold usually means offensive to ninety percent <laughs> of the people on the planet. Like the whole cannibal thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that was offensive. I think that just makes sense. It's true. So I, I'm I'm sorry if it is the choice of you know me protecting my family or me eating your family and <laughs> you know feeling bad for a little while i'm gonna eat your family exactly it's logical exactly and then i'm gonna have a (laughs) smoked butterscotch latte and complain that it's not like butterbeer yeah i was drinking i was like this is gross it made me sad (laughs) if they did do a root beer latte i would buy that every single day so i love root beer that would be amazing like and that's kind of what i figured like that's what i always pictured butterbeer to be is kind of like a sweeter root beer type drink not mm. bitter smoky beer <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem like it what it would yeah. be at all so what you expected was you know making out with neville longbottom yeah. and really really what happened was you were making out with ron charlie weasley. sheen <laughs> yeah well I'd, I'd relate it to ron weasley from the movie <laughs> poor ron he never gets any love does he he's a ginger What's wrong with gingers? <laughs> this is going to turn into three hours if you start your ginger bashing. So I, w- I will defend my people to the death, miss. But see, it's different when there's like the flaming bright orange like burst into flames if they see the sun gingers. <laughs> True. I, 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 to be honest, I do have to say that ginger boys are really creepy. <laughs> they have, um, the funny thing is, like me and my friend... We knew there was something different about orange-headed kids when we were little, because we'd always be like, and we didn't know the term ginger then, because I guess it really wasn't like that big of a term. Yeah. But we always talked about orange-headed kids because there was someone in our class, and they always had weird, long, pointy fingers. And then, like as we go out over, we're like, they're called gingers, and it's true. They all have weird, long, pointy fingers, mm. like the super, like, like mega gingers, the ones who are covered head to toe in freckles. Like white, white, pale skin burst into flames if they see yeah. the sun ginger. What I like to call proto ginger. The <laughs> yeah. ginger that all of the gingers were taken from. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Those ones are different. <laughs> no, what you need is a nice day walker ginger. That's yeah, exactly. what you need. One that can go outside in the sun but has, some, has a lovely auburn hue to their hair. Yeah. Like I dye my hair red, so it's not. Like a hatred of that. <laughs> it's yeah. just the weird orange people. <laughs> yeah. And you can't compare that to Neville Longbottom anyway, so. No, because he is a two-hand job, as yes. we've already said. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Neville I'd... Longbottom. Yeah. 
I'm, be- I'm betting now he's cursing the day he had that he had that photo shoot. Oh, he's I'm just sure. Like, this weird old like British <laughs> grandmother's like you know getting off on me. Yeah. It's like this is this is not what I signed up for. I thought this would get me chicks. I want some. <laughs> I want some saggy old ladies. I think it was like in like a gay magazine too. See that I can deal with. I'm like, sure it'd be it like. You know, I'm I'm all right with you know some dudes checking me out. That's fine. Yeah. As long as long as they're hot, sexy dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, I'm very certain if I showed up at his door and it's like, hi, Neville Longbottom. I knocked <laughs> one out to you, that picture of you in your pants one time. He'd be like, please, please just go home and kill yourself because that's not what I wanted. Or he might be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, do you want to come inside? You know, have a cup of tea. Yeah, a cup of tea. See what happens. I'd be like, well, I don't drink tea, so no, you've kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> good, good day, sir. It's over now. <laughs> yeah. R- the romance is well and truly burnt out. Ruined at Neville Longbottom. Yeah. <laughs> Neville's. <laughs> I feel bad for, like, the poor kids from that movie, because they're always going to be th- those characters. Like, Daniel Radcliffe tries, but he's always going to be Harry Potter. Yeah. I, I think the key for them is just how they manage it. Yeah. You know, you don't want to go, you don't want to go the, like the Mark Hamill way. Yeah. And just be like, I'm not going to talk about Star Wars. It's yeah. Just, just, you know, you just have to accept it. and. Well, it's what gave you your career start. So, I mean, yeah. you, you know, have to and, accept it. And that's, and that's the thing with these kind of fandoms is, is like, if you see someone in something, it's like, there will always be that. And they'll probably be the reason you'll go and watch something. Yeah. It's like, you know, Nathan Fillion could sign up to have, like, a two-minute part in Taken 4. Yeah. (laughs) Taken the piss. And I'd go see it. I'd I'd go see it, like, day one. Yeah. Even just for his tiny little cameo, because it's Nathan Fillion. Yeah, exactly. And then I'd march right up to the ticket office and be like, yeah, I'd like to have a refund, (laughs) except for Nathan Fillion scenes. Can you work that out for me? (laughs) 50 cents worth. I'll take that. Yeah. (laughs) Give me back everything but 50 cents, and we'll call it a day. Okay, so here's a British question. Okay. Pound and... Is it pound and quid? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're the same, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like saying, like, like when we talk about, like, dollars and stuff here. Yeah. It's just, like, slang. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always figured. Yeah. Or a squid, if you want to be really (laughs) annoying. Um... I, I know I know a lot of people who use uh, dollar to mean money. So they'd be like, Weird. you'd be like, oh, you're coming out. It's like I've got no dollar. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's obvious because we don't <laughs> we don't have the dollar here. That's not um, a thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, no, quid is just a pound. I'm not sure where quid came from. I'm I'm yeah. pretty certain if you spent like five minutes on the internet, you'd find out. Probably. But, uh, so like pound and quids, like dollars and bucks, kind of thing. Yeah, br- pretty much is our way of saying yeah. buck. That's what I figured. Um, I, uh, I I tried saying buck for a while, <laughs> and like no one really. The thing is, is no one really <laughs> noticed that I was saying it, so they didn't comment <laughs> on it. So I was like, it's either going to go one of two ways: people will adopt this, and I will be you know, seen <laughs> as some kind of local hero, yeah. or people will just make fun of me. And neither happened. <laughs> so I just stopped. 
It goes back to what we were talking about where no one notices when we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hello, hi, there's, there's, there's a fire at the door. Um, 20 oh, bucks. So, here, uh, sorry, you're talking about your cat again. Right, okay, I'll, I'll just, be, just be quiet and get slightly warmer until you're finished. Or when, or when you take a breath. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe then I'll have an in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I think I'm going to end this here. Okie dokie. Because I'm trying to do my more short pods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, well, it's, well, it's, it's working out already, good. Yeah, so. although we've, we have already sort of sufficiently crushed the uh, hour mark. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so it's first time. Yeah. We'll get slicker. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be, we'll become more organized. Well, it's working out for like the ones I'm doing in my car at lunch. You know, I'm getting about mm. twenty minutes ish, short solo pods in, and it works out better because I'm like, what am I going to talk about by myself in between when I have guests? So mm. I'm like, well, I can talk in my car for you know on my lunch break. Like I said, I go down, get a Starbucks, sit in my car, talk for twenty minutes, and then go back to work. <laughs> And it works out good. Yeah. See, if it was me, it would be, I'd look at what's on my Twitter feed, and then after that, I'd just resort to strange noises. <laughs> so there'd be there'd be two minutes of, like, topical discussion with myself, <laughs> and then the rest of it would just me be going, ah. <laughs> um, well. And I can see, ooh, I can see a guy in a red coat <laughs> out of my window, and... Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's he's walking into a building right now. <laughs> I was thinking of doing that for one. Is just like commentating on like what I see happening in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's funny because like I've had to do them because like, I just record on my phone and I mm. usually just sit there with like holding my phone in front of me kind of thing so I could watch the time and all that. But then like people will come up where I'm parked and they'll like come in the vehicle next to me. So I like put the phone in my ear to pretend like I'm talking to someone so I don't look crazy <laughs> sitting in my car yeah. talking into the phone yeah. like a psycho. <laughs> so I've like had to cut those out of like the podcast recording because I'm like, and now this person's getting in the car next to me and they think I'm a psycho <laughs> for sitting in my car for 20 minutes talking on the phone. Yeah. So I think the last one I recorded, I just sat there with the phone in my ear so it looked like I was talking on the phone to someone. Yeah. All you need to do is just have throw out an occasional animated gesture. Yeah. So it makes it look like you're having a really serious conversation. Yeah, exactly. Because they'll not they'll not notice that. <laughs> you know, it's like those people when you're walking down the street and you hear someone say hello. Yeah. And you turn around and you're like, "Do I know you?" And then you realize that they've got the headphones in and they're on the phone. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, "Oh, right." <laughs> okay. I'll just go back to my sad little corner. <laughs> no one's talking to me. <laughs> Nobody loves me. Now I've just got all the pets in my house swarming me. My yeah. cat and my dog have came in. Get out of here. Hi cat. Hi dog. <laughs> They've decided just to swarm me yeah. because I'm not it's paying a, attention to them. It's the rhythmic sounds of my voice. <laughs> it, it attracts animals. <laughs> it lures them in. Yeah, it lures them in. Unfortunately, I have a pet-free home, so clearly I'm not talking in the right places. <laughs> you don't have a bunch of cats just hanging outside your window. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I did if I did, I'd have to scare them all away because <laughs> the, the, there's got, there's a couple of houses around me that have got cats, and every so often, usually in the summer, the cats get out in the middle of the night and they start going at it. Oh yeah. And the sound of a cat 
making love, <laughs> if you want to call it that, sounds an awful lot like trying to turn the other cat inside out. Yeah. If you ask me. It sounds like a cat being murdered. Yeah. It's it's not a pleasant sound. No. <laughs> yeah, luckily we don't have too many stray ones in my neighborhood. There's just a couple, but they're not too bad. And they don't wander too close. Probably because we have a dog and they see the dog outside so they don't come near it. Mm. They've learned. Even though he'd probably just try and play with them. Yeah. Our old cats were like terrible at being mousers in our one old house because we lived like near train tracks and stuff. We had mice. And the one cat, I swear, she just played with them. So she just like, we'd find these mice that were just flattened and wet. And we figured she was just like <laughs> licking them and just laying on top of them. <laughs> just trying to snuggle with them. Oh, it's cute. It's like cl- <laughs> clearly you've left them alone in the house when Stuart Little was on. Yeah. And they've gone, I want that. And then the, I, w- I want to be Snowball. The opposite. The other cat, one day we came out of our bedroom and found a uh, mouse head outside the door. <laughs> just the head. Yeah. I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> ah, so we've got one of those mafia cats. Yeah, leaves the head as a warning. <laughs> a warning to the other mice. I wanted to put it on a little toothpick and be like a warning to other mice <laughs> that came by. <laughs> that you what you should do is you should ahead. wait until it's finished eating and then collect the bones and arrange them sort of decoratively. So not right in front of the door, but just off to the side. <laughs> yeah. So... Only like mice and really inquisitive people are going to go look. <laughs> no, and they're like, they are. why do you have a mouse boneyard on your porch? <laughs> uh, as a warning to other yeah. mice. <laughs> it's like, look, it's it's a political thing. There's a war. We're in the middle of a ceasefire. Yeah. It's it, it's a whole big thing. I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please leave. Many Bothans died to get us where we are today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'll let you get on with your day. And I need to go and get dressed. <laughs> Man, if I'd known this was a pajama podcast, I wouldn't have got dressed. <laughs> it usually is when I have to do them early in the morning. I've, I've, I've like been outside and done things today. I got up and made tea. And stumbled towards the computer. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's usually what I do whenever I have to do anything with a computer. Yeah. It's just sort of shamble all over to it. Yeah. Like the undead. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, that's how you do things. That's how you get them Slo- done. Slowly and without any delicacy. <laughs> and if it's you, grumpily. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I stub my toe a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've got no spatial awareness. And, you know, what can I say? <laughs> so, you know, thank you very much for having me. Yes, thanks Th- for being thank- on again. Thank you to all the listeners that have put up with my uh, hour and 20 minutes of rambling. Thanks for all the Starbucks info. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be back next time with more insight into... Things I hate about people who I have to serve. (laughs) And we'll see you in a couple of months. Yes. Yes. When this gets posted. (laughs) Yeah. I I totally got that right. I was just about to say it and I was thinking, did I say it was every other month or twice a month? I've confused myself now. (laughs) So 
I need to go and have a lie down and just think about what I've done.